Benifer is back. Brad and Jen are friends again. And Paris Hilton is somehow still making headlines. Sound familiar? In the early 2000s, gossip publications were everywhere, powered by tipsters, paparazzi, and publicists. They gave us a window into the lives of the rich and famous, and in the process, helped form a generation's ideas about sex, beauty, race, and power. On this series, I'm going to tell you the story of a decade of American life through the trash we love to consume. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Claire Malone, and this is Just Like Us, the tabloids that changed America. This series premieres on February 14th on the Ringer Dish Feed. Listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Spring is such a refreshing time of year. Flowers are blooming and you're getting your house in order. But now is also a good time to take a second look at your wireless plan because you might be overpaying. Right now, Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash bigpick. That's mintmobile.com slash bigpick. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month for first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. At Walt Disney World Resort, magic is found in spontaneity. The unplanned, the unexpected. An inside joke born in the Haunted Mansion queue. A surprise stitch sighting in Tomorrowland. Watching fireworks from your room. These memories aren't made from predetermined plans, but manifested from simply being. Present and together in the most magical place. Find your moment at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Sean Fennessy, and this is The Big Picture, a conversation show about action. On today's show, we're looking at the landscape of action movie making. There's a new film in theaters this weekend. It's called Uncharted. It's a long, gestating adaptation of the hugely successful video game franchise. The movie stars two generations of action hero, Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. So I was wondering, what does it mean to be an action hero in the 21st century? There's only one man to ask and answer that question, honestly. It's Shea Serrano. Shea, what's up? What up, baby boy? So I think action and I think of you. I think of uh, all of your writings over the years about covering the action space. I think about all your podcasting on the rewatchables and elsewhere. I say action movie in the 21st century. Do you think we're in a good place? Do you think things are going well? Is, are we in a downturn? Where, what's the state of the, the, the medium before we get into the stars? It feels like we're in a good place. It's an interesting place to be. We don't have action stars in the like conventional sense, in the way that we used to have them. I don't think we ever will again, but I think that's okay because I think what's happening is similar to what we saw with like, with what happened with rap when the internet showed up or what's happened with books recently. Like all that, all that, uh, all that ends up happening is people realize you can't reach everybody at once. So we're not going to try to do that anymore. We're going to hyper-focus everything and we're only going to worry about our thing. And so if you're a fan of like a person or a movie genre or whatever, you're going to have 25 different versions of that thing that are out there. All you have to do is access them. You just have to find your people and then, oh man, there's so much good stuff. 
Can you give me an example of an action movie that's that's occurred in the last 10 or 20 years that really speaks to that change where we're not just trying to get every living human to see Arnold Schwarzenegger in a movie, but maybe there's a more niche approach to action filmmaking that makes sense in that respect? Yeah. So, okay. So what would, the first version is we'll do the opposite of that. The opposite version of that is what Netflix tried to do with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. And they're like, if this movie had come out 10 years ago, it would have been the biggest movie on the planet. But because of where we are now, it didn't, e- it didn't even like register. It was like, oh, it's out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. You didn't even know that it was a thing until it was a thing. Did, did you watch that um, movie, Red Notice? I, of course I did. And, and did you walk away from it feeling like, this is what I wanted? This, I got what I needed out of this movie? I walked, yeah, I walked away feeling like I'm going to forget everything about this movie <laughs> in seven minutes. I don't know anybody's name. I don't know what they were doing in it. I don't remember who the bad guy was and the good guy and the teams. I don't remember anything. But for that stretch of when I was sitting in front of my TV watching it, I was like, yes, this is cool. This is fun. Let Ryan Reynolds do what Ryan Reynolds does. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, if we're looking for something that's like the, the other way, the thing that you're talking about is, I think it was also a Netflix movie. It was another Netflix movie with with... Eco Weiss, the night comes for us. When that movie shows up, and everybody who likes Eco was like, we knew that the movie was coming. We knew that the day it was coming out. I was excited to like read about it on the internet. I was excited to watch it. Um, it just it felt different. It was much smaller, uh, but it was more potent. You know what I'm saying? And that and and that seems to be like what's happened over the past ten or so years is like. We've gravitated towards that, and that has become like its own version of prestige. When you see a movie like Uncharted being promoted, Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, a video game mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. are you like, this is it? This is for me? This is what I want? Or does it feel, because the movie to me strikes me as a little bit of a relic of a different time in movie going. What do you think? It, do, it does feel like, like, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, 15 years ago. It does feel like that. But also, I like Tom Holland. Um, I like video games, some okay. of them anyway, and I have kids now. And so this was a trailer that when it came on, we were watching Spider-Man and they played it before the Spider-Man trailer and all of us in our little row, me, Laramie, the twins, the baby, we were all like, well, we're going to go see that. Right. <laughs> and everybody just agreed. Like, that's going to be the thing we're going to go see. There's a space for that. There's more families now on, uh, in America than there have been ever, ever. You need those types of movies where mom and dad can sit there and the kids can sit there and I don't have to worry about like anything getting a little too out of control, but it's also going to be kind of fun to watch a guy jump out of an airplane with no parachute and like, yeah, let's go for it. So you mentioned Spider-Man and seeing Spider-Man with your families. As I was trying to construct a framework for this conversation for us, I was I kind of stuck on superhero movies. Like is yeah, is, I is, noticed. Is, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Is Spider-Man an action movie in your mind? No, no. It's not? Okay. It's a, it's a whole different thing. Superhero movies are a whole different thing. They have action in them, but they are not action movies. The same way as they have like love stories in them, but they're not love story movies. I'm, I'm bumping on that, dude. I don't know. That well, feel, because I feel like that that is our version of the Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis movie in the 2010s and 20s. As close as we get to that, the sort of the mainstream blockbuster that quote unquote everyone agrees on that features action and features romance and features some humor 
you know, features big set pieces. I don't, I, I know that these guys are wearing capes and I know that it's based on comic book mythology, but I, it, it feels like they're the, the first genre you would identify that they would be associated with. Maybe it's fantasy, but like to me, comic book is not a genre. It's a format. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm going to respectfully I, disagree with you. I think I would, I would closer associate them to science fiction movies. Okay. You have space, you have aliens, okay. you have time travel. You know what I'm saying? You don't have a guy with a machine gun in a warehouse. That's the to me the fundamental difference there. Okay, but what about this? There's a film I'm seeing very, very soon. I won't say when, so as not to make people jealous, but I'm seeing a film called The Batman very soon. This yeah. is the new Batman movie. There are no aliens in the Batman movie. In mm-hmm. fact, this is mm-hmm. a very grounded Batman movie. It's much more about him being a, de- a detective who punches guys in the head and drives sure. a cool car. Now, that's mm-hmm. not science fiction. But is that an action movie? Because it kind of seems like an action movie. That one, that one is closer to an action movie, but I would still group it with superhero stuff because by this point, we have watched Batman fight aliens. You know? Right, right. He's just not happening to do it at this particular moment. Okay. All right. And we're not on the same page with this, but that's okay. I still respect you. We aren't. You. Um, we aren't. I want to talk about what this Hall of Fame could be. And frankly, I want you to disagree with me and make corrections and also address, I think, the point that you made, which is right on, which is that you can be much less famous now and still be an action hero and star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the people who would have been included if we had done this exercise, say, in 2010 and especially in 2000, I think it's clear that they represent something different. So like Tom Cruise is not a part of this conversation. Keanu Reeves, because of Point Break, because of The Matrix, because of uh, any number of films, Speed, he's not a part John of this Wick. conversation. Mm-hmm. But he's in John Wick and he continues to be a star, but we're not putting him in this new version of a Hall of Fame. Schwarzenegger, right. no. Stallone, no. Jean-Claude Van Damme, no. I would say Will Smith was an action star well before this sort of new era. Kurt yeah, Russell, sure. Harrison Ford, Antonio Banderas, Nick mm-hmm. Cage, Jackie mm-hmm. Chan, mm-hmm. Russell Crowe. Sure. Certainly Clint Eastwood. Certainly, one of the one of the archetypes. Yep, Chow Yun Fat. I feel like is before all this. Absolutely, absolutely. That feels like to me as close as I could get to kind of the active roster of '90s action stars who are still working today, and who still have a foothold in the in the game. But we're not going to address them. Did I miss anybody there? I mean, Steven Seagal should maybe get a mention. I don't think we should put him in there. But he's not kind even like, is bag. he even still making action movies? You know, I tried to no, look at people not. who are kind of still working in the space, you know? Ah, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, he's out of there. We're fine. We're fine with, with who you mentioned so far. Okay. So let's do the new version. This is people who largely launched their action careers in the 21st century. Maybe they dabbled mm-hmm. here and there in the 90s, but for the most part, they confirmed themselves. And I think the names will be surprising. Because there are some young people, but there are some people who are older who are making movies but didn't start until 10 years ago making action films. I, I'm, I'm looking at your list and I just realized um, we got to have, we gotta have uh, Zhang Ziyi on here. So who, she, that Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Hero, House of Flying Daggers, The Grandmaster. Like. So I thought about her. Would you say that she is more 90s or would you say that she is more 2000s? She's more, she's 2000. Are we, when, when, is, when is the cutoff? I, so I think 2000 should be the launch point. So she's on the long list oh, okay. that we're going to go through now, then, I would say. Is that oh, fair? Oh, okay. Okay, good. Yeah, all right. All right. Okay, so we'll, I'll well, add Zhang Z- Ji. from 2010. Yeah, great. All right, so let's just, let's just go through it. I'm going to start in a very comfortable place. Um, 
Eco Uace, who you mentioned, who is Eco, the star of the Raid films, and who is The Night Comes for Us is the star, and is basically like largely agreed upon as one of the great action performers of this century. If you've seen one of his movies, when when I wrote movies and other things in 2019, there's like a little section in there about him. He's the best on camera fighter we have ever gotten. Wow. Ever. Ever. Like I'm talking about just straight up fight skill. Not overall star power. You're never going to eclipse uh, Bruce Lee in that category. Bruce Lee could do everything you needed this person to do. But Eco, we're just talking about turn the camera on and let him fight for seven minutes straight. Nobody's better. Have you spent any time with Wu Assassins, one of the shows that he stars on on Netflix? No. Is it out already? It's on Netflix now. And he's also going to be the star of a movie that comes out this week called Fistful of Vengeance on Netflix. Oh, okay. Okay. Which which is one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this because he is also, it's not just Uncharted. It's also Fistful of Vengeance. I saw Fistful of Vengeance. I thought it was fun. Not as good as the the Raid films, but I thought it was fun. Wu Assassins. Yes, I know Wu Assassins. Because that's like a couple years ago. Yes. I thought you were talking about like a new, okay, yeah. Wu Assassins. Yes, Fistful of Vengeance. I have not seen. I didn't. Well, how did you watch that one? Well, they shared a screener with me. So, ah, that's nice. That's all that's I, nice. I, I get it. Looks, it looks great. It looks great. Wu Assassins, <laughs> I'm familiar with. Fistful of Vengeance, no. But any of the Eco stuff, I'm going to watch it when it comes out. So Eco's really great. What else is it about him that makes him special to you? Is it that he's been a part of projects that you really liked? Yeah, so that's that's a part of it. Like, okay, so you, the Raid and the Raid 2 are like, those are those are movies where when you're talking to somebody about action movies that feel very like, when you're talking to somebody about rap and they mention MF Doom and you're like, oh, I get it. I know what <laughs> you're in. You're, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a shorthand for like coolness. Like, this, this is about, this is a credibility voucher when you're like the kitchen fight scene and the raid two and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, let's go. You're my best friend <laughs> automatically. So he's in, he's in that stuff. He's the centerpiece of those movies, which, which they would go on to like become unbelievably influential you can watch john wick and be like oh you're doing that this is what they brought people in from the raid movies to the john wick universe they let those guys beat up john wick they did as a like we know what we're doing and like so yeah so you have the guy who does that but again just his overall fighting skill it's unbelievable to watch this guy do the stuff that he can do it makes me so mad when i watch a movie that he's in and they don't let him do the thing that he does. When you watch, did you watch Snake Eyes? I, I, of course I did, yeah. The Henry Golding G.I. Joe film? Yes. I watched it in the movie theater when it came out, and I was like, ooh, Eco is in this. He plays a guy who's named, his name is Hard Master. <laughs> That's his name in the movie, Hard Master. He's a, a, a master at one of the yeah. temples or whatever, and Golding has to defeat him in a thing, but they don't even let him fight. He like holds a bowl of water or whatever. Like, what are we doing? When you watch Mile 22 with him and Mark Wahlberg and he's like the bad guy, good guy, bad guy, good guy. And they finally, they have like the big fight scene where he's handcuffed to the hospital bed and they just do a hundred quick cuts. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you remixing this? Just let him go. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's the best. He's so good. It's a great point. I knew you were a huge fan of his, which is why I put him at the top of this conversation, even though he's not the most famous person. 
he's pretty he's he's must watch i think even if the movies he's in are not necessarily must watch what he's doing in a movie is must watch he really is wasted in snake eyes that was a bummer i did i watched snake eyes on a plane i wasn't mad that i did it but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> i did see it and uh i was disappointed that he was not allowed to not allowed to punch people in the throat basically that's really what, what you want to see him doing <laughs> This is like you draft Steph Curry and then you say, hey, no, no threes. You can't yeah, shoot threes. Yeah, mid-range. Shoot from the mid-range, Steph. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Eco is in. I've got 23 more names that I want right. to do here. And we only have nine spots now for putting Eco in. So you're good with that? I'm good, yes. If, okay. He should be the first one. So some of these names now are going to get a little bit more familiar to people. Let's go with, okay. let's go with Charlize Theron. Now, All right. do you see her as one of the signature action stars of the last 20 years? Surprisingly, she made a she's made a viable run at it. I think a lot of people. I certainly didn't know that she could do the things that she does in the movies. Um, the the term I always like to use in this situation is fight confidence, mm. which is like you you watch this person on screen and they fight, and you believe that they're fighting. And she's so fucking good when she she has the fight scene in uh, Mad Max Fury Road when she fights Tom Hardy. And I remember sitting there watching it because you know it's going to come eventually. She's the leader of the of the gang and he's on the other side and they're going to have to square off. And then she does it and you're like, oh shit, she's fucking great in this. In my head, I picture her as as like a, you know, like the first picture of her is when she popped up in that thing you do mm-hmm. as, as guys like girlfriend, yeah. just like all primp and proper. <laughs> but then from that point forward, she just kept proving she could do it. She, when she was in Hancock, she's a great fight. With with Will Smith when she was in the sci-fi movie was it Eon Eon Flux. Yep, um, she can she could do everything. She's she's great. She should be a contender for one of the nine spots. Okay, Atomic so, Blonde, the hotel fight in Atomic Blonde. What are we doing? I I thought that I think most people would think okay, Mad Max Fury Road and Atomic Blonde. That's really where things start. But I'm glad you hit on Eon Flux, which I don't think is super successful. But then in Hancock. She's doing it. She's one of the action stars. She has to do yes. the physical work, the wire work. She's, but also, are, are we sure Hancock isn't a superhero movie, Shay? It's a superhero movie, but we're just talking about fighting right now. Can okay. you, I'm giving examples of her fighting. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, all right, so Charlize, I'm going to put in as a soft yes. Right now, yeah. Eco is, a, is green. Green is go, okay? Green, go. Charlize is a yellow. Maybe a go. We shall see. Okay. Okay. Next one. Next one's pretty important. Christian Bale. Ooh. Woof. No? That's how I feel. Woof. No. <laughs> Tell me, no, break it Christian down. Christian Bale. Listen, okay, here's, here's the <laughs> argument against, against Christian Bale. Because this, goes, this is the fight confidence thing. This is what I want you to do. If you're listening right now and you're, you're mad that I'm saying no, go to YouTube, uh, search Christian Bale equilibrium uh, mm-hmm. fight scene. Yes. Fucking awful. Just, <laughs> just awful just what like you don't know you look like you've never been in a fight ever you like you've never held a weapon ever he's just spinning around with his little swords out or guns out or doing the whole thing it's so bad it is so bad great as batman maybe the best batman we've ever gotten great in westerns 310 to yuma one of the best westerns we've ever gotten great a great actor he's Mm -hmm. great in the fighter but you notice he doesn't fight you know what i'm saying like He's great, but he's not this. I have a I have a counterpoint, and it's, it's called Reign of Fire. Have you seen Reign of Fire? <laughs> of course, I've seen Reign of Fire. Now, Reign of Fire, two thousand and two, science fiction fantasy movie about dragons. 
starring mm-hmm. Matt, Matt McConaughey and, and Christian Bale. And mm-hmm. uh, I would argue that he's a very credible fighter, a very credible warrior in that movie. And I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like he, can, he, he gives good action. Here's how you know you're wrong. The, the <laughs> iconic shot, the iconic shot of that scene, the movie is not great. It's mm-hmm. fun to watch. It's fun. Um, I re- we rewatched it during the pandemic because my youngest son got into uh, Dragon Tales, the book series. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, you fucking like dragons. Have a seat, son. Have a seat. <laughs> but in that movie, Matthew McConaughey is the guy. And the, the, shot, the, the shot that sold the movie in the trailer is, is McConaughey. Not Bale, but McConaughey jumping and he's got his body parentheses backwards like he's about to attack like that's the, that's the shot they they did not pick a christian bale shot for that mo- like it's just it's okay. a fun movie he's not in you're saying out for christian bale i just want to be clear about that out yes okay. all right here's another one okay. scarlett johansson now it's happening right now now you might think i'm crazy right <laughs> you might think i'm crazy by recommending yeah yeah Tell me, tell me about why her is an action movie. That's what that's what I want to hear what? right now. <laughs> well, it's an it's an action movie of the mind. You know, her is all about exploring <laughs> unusual romantic relationships with non-existent AI beings. Um, no, I I mean honestly, like look at her career, look at her filmography. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a person who's been in a, a solid number of action films. May I point you to uh, the Please island, you. for example? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. starring mm-hmm. starring uh, uh, Ewan McGregor and directed by Michael Bay. I mean, who's who says action more than Michael Bay? You know, nobody. Might I also point you to a series of MCU films in which she, as Black Widow, is asked to ha- to do a lot of hand to hand combat. Perhaps the most grounded of the MCU characters. If we if we if we are to agree that superhero movies count, yes. then she has a case because she's great as Black Widow. Okay. She's great. She has great. She has great fight confidence. We, I'm not excluding her because she can't do the thing. Okay. She's great. Well, I got. Um, I, I got I'm, one. I got one more thing for you though. Oh, don't say Lucy. Lucy. I'll fucking yeah. Lucy. Karate kick you through Lucy. this screen. <laughs> what? You don't like Lucy? <laughs> You're out on no, Lucy. No, I don't like Lucy. I don't like Lucy. That's actually surprising. Like I would have thought you would have been into it. So Luke Besson. I thought I was gonna love it when oh. I saw the trailer. Soup. Any sort of like souped up human. Yeah. Like li- they're like, oh, th- th- this is limitless. Mm-hmm. Is what this is, yeah. But what just wasn't it? Just wasn't fun. Is the thing any kind of souped up human, fun. like a superhuman? You mean like a superhero? Yeah, like a super. Like I love superhero movies. Okay, okay. we should do superhero movie Hall of Fame. Scarlett Johansson first ballot, no question, no okay. question about it. So you, action Scar- movies, Mm-mm. Scarjo's out. Scarjo's out. I feel like you are doing the Shay thing where you're going to make some reckless choices here. Am I wrong? I'm I, no, I'm I'm solid. I you can't tell me nothing about reckless choices when you put Robert Downey Jr. on your action movie <laughs> hero list. We'll, we'll get to that. You're getting ahead of yourself. Okay. Oh, let's, sorry, let's, sorry, let's, sorry. Let's, let's go to an interesting one because this is a guy who didn't really get in this conversation until he was in his fifties. But mm-hmm. his name is Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, yes. best best known in the nineties as a as a beloved actor in serious dramas from Ireland. He did a little bit of mm-hmm. action work, but not until. Taken came along, did yes. it seem like he was really the new Clint Eastwood for our times in a lot of ways? Some mm-hmm. might say the Charles Bronson for our times, but he strikes me more like an Eastwood figure. 
and he's continued to make action movies. This has basically been the dominant mode of his career ever since Taken took off. In fact, yes. he's in one that just came out that apparently is not very good. I have not seen called Blacklight, but he's cranking them out. They come out every 45 minutes. There's a new <laughs> Liam Neeson. I have to avenge something action movie. And because of that, you have to include him. He has to be a yes here. Okay. Because here's, here's what's important about Liam Neeson is there's always like a tentpole moment when things shift and they, everything starts moving in another direction. When he showed up in Taken, everyone was like, Liam Neeson is doing an action movie? What are we talking about? And then it comes out and you're like, oh shit, he fucking rocked in this. He's great. He's not like a super great uh, fighter, but he's just, he just has so much gravity as an actor. You're watching him do the thing. You're watching the phone call scene. From the from the thing, you're you're just pulled into it. Um, it 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 began the like the run that we have are still on of like older actors doing action movies. Yes, Liam Neeson is the flashpoint for that. So the same way you would argue, like you have to like have a certain rap album, even if the entire rap album isn't great, you have to have it in the conversation of like great rap albums because it it was like a moment in music. Mm-hmm. This that's what Liam Neeson is with with Taken here. And he's had a few really, really good ones. The Taken franchise sort of fell apart after the first one. I agree. Um, but you have that one. You have him in, in The Gray is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, even if he just had those two, but he just kept on doing them. Every sort of, like, he's on the one with the train. Like, everything that can, oh, put him on a train, put him on a plane, put him on this, put him on that. Like, he, he he's a marking point, so you have to include him here. So he he did get to sharpen his sword in Dark Man many years ago in 1990, yes. and then yes. he, and then he appears in the Star Wars prequels as mm-hmm. as Qui Gon Jinn, and then he you know he's in a few obviously he's in Batman Begins and Kingdom of Heaven, so you could say all right he was kind of greasing the wheels here, but these like contemporary set action movies, not franchise films, not science fiction, not superhero. The fact that almost all of his movies are about a regular dude with a special set of skills is yeah. kind of amazing that he's been able to put, cause it's now been, this is the 14th year that Liam Neeson is doing this stuff. Taken was 14 mm-hmm. years ago. It's pretty remarkable. My favorite is nonstop. The one on the plane. That's the one that nonstop I think is, is great. It's really good. Um, the one on the train is pretty good too. What's the one on the train called? That it's one is- also called nonstop. It's <laughs> <laughs> just all called nonstop. <laughs> I like that. Okay. So you're saying Neeson's in. He's got to be in. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll rock with you on that. So far, you've not let me down. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., you mentioned him. You're you're mad. You're big mad. (laughs) Big mad about RDJ. Uh, Just awful. We didn't talk about this ahead of time, but you you got this superhero be in your bonnet. You know, you're big mad about Iron Man. No, he's a great Iron Man. He could he could maybe be the greatest superhero ever. You, there's probably a valid argument to make there. if we're talking about just general skill, he's funny, he's smart, he was an important piece. That, like he set everything off. Like mm-hmm. he's the guy who they gave the line, get, d- deliver the line, and then die, and everybody is just in tears. Yeah, like, you just spoiled great. Endgame, but sure, yeah, okay, great. If you haven't seen Endgame <laughs> by now, fuck you. How about that? But <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. as an action hero, mm-hmm. it just doesn't fit. You, the sentence doesn't even sound right. It doesn't, coming out of your mouth. Let me point you to, to a little film from 1998 called U.S. Marshals. This is the sequel mm-hmm. to The Fugitive, the spinoff, yeah. in which he played mm-hmm. Special Agent John Royce. Not buying it? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. He's good in it. <laughs> okay. But you know who would have been better? John Cusack. Put John Cusack in that role. Wow. The movie does better. 
Interesting take. That. That's fair. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm going through his filmography and I'm like, I don't really think I see another action. Well, okay. What about this? What about Guy, Ritch- Girl- Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes movies? Yeah. Yeah. That's, those are fun. Those are fun. If okay. he had six of those movies, yeah, we can okay. have that. We can have that talk. But he okay. doesn't. He has two. And they're both fucking great. They're so much fun. I don't know if I totally agree with that, but that's that's oh my god. Um, it's nice What's that you feel that way. Um, what about okay. Doolittle? Is that a strong action performance? <laughs> Doolittle is the is the only movie that ever made me dislike animals. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck animals. I don't like them anymore. I usually love animals, but I'm mad right now. That's 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 a good take. Uh, RDJ's out. Here's another one. Yeah. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. I feel like yes. I feel like yes. You have Wanted. Yeah. You have Salt. Yeah. You have Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Fitting since this all started with Uncharted. That's right. You have an you have enough there. She has fight confidence. She is cool. We haven't talked enough about that yet. Action an action movie star needs to be cool. Like just unbelievably cool no matter what. No matter what they're doing or what they're wearing or what they're saying. Uh interesting point Charlize Theron and Angelina Jolie both have had dreads in a movie at some point. Interesting. Would and you say so, those were good choices when they had dreads? I would not. Okay. I would not. <laughs> I would not say they were good choices. But it's interesting that they've had them. Uh, um, Gone in 60 Seconds for Jolie is, is that one. But have, have you yeah, seen, she, she, she's there. She's ha, there. Have you seen the film Eternals? Yes. Okay. Didn't so. understand any of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I struggled to understand it as well. I would say one of the few things about it that I really liked was they really make you wait a long time to see Angelina Jolie yeah. go ape shit. But when they uh-huh. do, she does have a really fun fight sequence. And she's still, I think she's, I mean, she's got to be approaching, how old is she? 50 years old? Something like that. And she's still yeah. an, an incredible athlete and a great on-screen physical performer in a way that I never would have guessed when she first came around in like Hackers and Girl Interrupted. I didn't see her as that kind of actress, but she is now like, almost more well-known as an action star than as a serious per- film actor. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, because she, she can... I mean, she's just good. She's just good. And it's so much fun when an actor who is good can also do the other thing. It's why we It's why we love Charlize. It's why we love uh, the Liam Neeson's movies. It's why we love her movies because it's just like... It feels special when they're doing it. You're like, this person could be winning an Oscar right now if she wanted to. But instead, she's going to curve a bullet around a room and kill all of these assassins all at once and then herself. Like, I like it. So we're through two, four, six, seven people. We've got three in, three out, and one maybe. This is, there's going to be some hard cuts here as we go through this. Here's a, here's a big yeah. one. I don't know if it gets okay. any bigger than this. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> you got to have him. Now you gotta ha- you gotta have them. Here's the complication with The Rock, who I okay. love and who as a as a wrestling performer is among my favorite ever. Definitely in my top three. The Rock makes a lot of movies that I don't think are good. Awful. <laughs> go through the list. Go through the list. <laughs> uh, let's let's go through The Rock's filmography here. Let's just do a snapshot. We'll just let's choose six any six consecutive years. What six consecutive years should we do? Okay, let's do two thousand and. Let's go. Let's start with. Let's start with. Um, Snitch, <laughs> two thousand and thirteen. I, I do like Snitch, though. If I'm being real, me too. Okay, me too. So, oh, you know, we we just start with Fast Five. We just start with Fast Five. 
Because that's like okay. an all-time great. And you have to start out with a good one. Okay, so there. Fast so we'll Five is a good example. In, in 2011, he made one movie, Fast Five. Home Run, yes. right? One of the great Home action run. movies the last 10 years. So good. In 2012, he made a movie called Journey to colon, The Mysterious Island. This is a Journey mm-hmm. to the Center of the Earth sequel. I've definitely never seen this. Have you? Yes, I have. Family favorite. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let- Friday family movie night. We watched it. Let's go to 2013. This is the embiggening of The Rock. In this year, The Rock made five feature films. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Here they are. Every other month. (laughs) (laughs) Snitch, which I thought was a pretty nifty little crime thriller directed by Rick Romanois, who's a very good action movie director. Then he makes G.I. Joe Retaliation. Thumbs down. Not a good film. Then he makes Pain and Gain. Very controversial movie. I like it. Yes, Shay. Hell yes. Thumbs up. (laughs) Great. Love to hear that from you. Then he makes Fast and Furious 6. Eh. Mid-level. Mid-level. Yeah. Yeah. And then he makes a movie called Empire State, which was direct-to-video, and I've never seen it. Mm -hmm. So that is... That's seven movies in a row. Yeah. Not not the strongest track record. A couple of gems, a couple of obvious hits, but a pretty mixed bag. And I think he's in full mixed bag mode at the moment. So still, when you look at his career... He's done so much. Mm-hmm. He's anchored the Fast franchise. He's now entered the superhero DC universe. He's, you know, on the front of the poster of Red Notice, which though it wasn't very good, was one of the most watched movies of 2021. This is really mm-hmm. like a volume question. You know, it's like yeah. if you are. Let me, let me think of the right basketball analogy here. When James Harden oh. was going for 36 a game a few years ago. Mm hmm. Even though we knew his team was not going to the NBA Finals, he was undeniably essential to the story of the NBA that year. You can't talk yeah. about the NBA without talking about yes. when he was, you know, his efficiency was so extraordinary and he was scoring so many points. Mm-hmm. I feel like The Rock is very similar. You kind of can't tell That's, the story of 21st century action without him. You can't. You can't. He's the closest we've gotten to like a global movie star. To like a 1994 movie star, The Rock is the closest we've gotten. And he was able to do it because he was doing seven movies a year. So even if you missed six of them, you still saw Dwayne Johnson in a movie. And if you just cherry pick his best stuff, like his best action movies, we're talking about, uh, we're talking about long, we'll, we'll, uh, The Rundown. Yeah. We're talking about uh, Walking Tall. Yep. We're talking about, uh, you'd have to include Fast Five, probably Furious Seven. Um, Hobbs and Shaw is not that great, but it's fun. And he yanks a helicopter out of the sky with a chain. I did like that part. Like, yeah, like you, you have to include him. He can he can put up. You take his like five best action movies, and you're like, all right, you're in the conversation for the top level. He you but just he, have to. I know, but he still he makes Baywatch and Rampage. And skyscraper is funny. Rampage is bad. Skyscraper yeah. is bad. Skyscraper, they were like, we ran out of stuff for you to fight. I guess fight a building. <laughs> I don't know. And he fought a building. What's, he fought a building, and then they just fucking. He was like, at the end, oh, just turn the building off, and then I win, or whatever. Where do you land on San Andreas? Oh, I'm thumbs up, pro. Yeah, Be- yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing with watching the Rock movies is you're not watching them to watch a good movie. You're watching them to watch the Rock. That's it. And is he going to do the th- the things that you want him to do? San Andreas was 
was fun because he was like actually trying to like act, like act in mm-hmm. it. I just oh, I was sitting in the theater. I was actually in LA when I watched this movie, and I was sitting in the theater by myself. It had just come out, and I'm watching it. And there's the helicopter scene where he's in there with his ex wife, yes. and it's supposed to be like the emotional turn. And I was like, man, if Will Smith was giving this monologue right now, this entire theater would be in tears. But it was The Rock, so we were just waiting for another wave to come so we could watch the next thing, you know? Yeah, I think about him in the context of somebody like Keanu, where Keanu has such great taste, and his his highs are so high. John, oh, John Wick and John Wick 2, Speed, Point Break, The Matrix, these are forever movies. They are... Mm-hmm. Maybe not, maybe not John Wick too. But the other movies I mentioned are movies that are like, come on, they're in the first <laughs> sentence in his in his obituary. The Rock yes. doesn't really have any of those. I mean, I guess you could make yeah. the case that Fast Five is one of those, but it's the fifth movie in a franchise that he joined late. So like, I'm still waiting for him to make his Terminator. I'm still waiting for him to make his Point Break. Like, do you think he'll do that? I no, I don't think he's that kind of. I don't think he's that kind of star. He's not a star because he makes good movies in the way that Keanu is. He's a star because he's a star. You know, there's a, there's a difference. He's like, let's put the rock in this and it'll be fun. All right, like that's the end. That's the end of the okay. critical conversation. Yeah, that's that's a little disappointing. I I want my stars to make great movies. That's that's what makes them super duper stars to me. Anyway, let's keep going. Okay. Interesting one here, Chris Hemsworth, who is mm-hmm. no question famous specifically for being Thor. That is what yes. put him on the map. Now, he has yes. made appearances in other big films. Um, you know, he famously p- played uh, Captain Kirk's father in the Star Trek movie. Um, he appeared in Extraction, one of the most successful action movies of recent times. Ooh, so good. So good. He was a very physically imposing uh, computer hacker in the movie Black Hat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, why was he so big? Why were they like, let's get the big muscular yeah. guy? How do we get a jacked hacker? Uh, that was an incredible <laughs> twist that, that no one saw coming. He doesn't have a long resume when it comes to action movies aside from Thor, but he's done a handful of things. When you look at him, is he in yet? Is he still working on his resume? He's not in yet. He has shown that he can do it. He can absolutely do it. Extraction is a perfect example. Extraction is just from the moment it starts until the moment it ends, we're just fucking sprinting through the jungle as fast as we can with our eyes closed is what it feel, feels like. Just great, great action. The great director. It just, he's great in that movie. I love that movie. I love him doing that kind of movie. But he doesn't have enough yet. He just doesn't. Because we can't, if we're not, we can't count Thor. Sure, he fought Hulk, but like, that's a different thing. I want to watch it. I want to watch him fight eco in a movie you know let me see that i want to tell you about his next three films and maybe we can revisit this in in 2024 but later this year he's in a movie called spiderhead i'm in here's the description of spiderhead which we've talked about quite a few times because cr is obsessed with this movie in the near future convicts are offered the chance to volunteer as medical subjects to shorten their sentence one Mm -hmm. such subject for a new drug capable of generating feelings of love begins questioning the reality of his emotions is yeah. that going to put him in the Action Hall of Fame? That one alone won't, but keep going down the list of what we got coming. Extraction 2. I'm so glad he made it. I'm so <laughs> glad he made it. Remember your watch, did, did, when you watched it at the end, and you're like, man, he died on the bridge, and then the kid comes up in the water, and you see the figure in the background, and you're like, it was like everything stopped. Like, did he live? 
fucking did he? I was on the internet immediately. Please be alive. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that, can you remember the name of Hemsworth's character in Extraction without looking? Tyler Rake. Oh, God. Yes, Shay. That's why you're you. I love it. So the third and final film that's on his uh, IMDb, which apparently is coming in 2024, is a little movie called Furiosa, which is a prequel to Mad Max Fury Road. And Hell I, yes. I believe he and Anya Taylor-Joy are the two stars of that movie. So that's pretty exciting. Perfect casting, please. So Hemsworth is out, but he's got a bright future. Yeah. Here's an older fellow. Curious for your take on this one. Hugh Jackman. Super big action uh, in The Greatest Showman. But I'm going to go, n- <laughs> go no. I'm going to go no. His main thing is Wolverine. And again, I'm just Xing them all off. Any of your superhero people you show up with, that's a different, that's a different episode. Great, great, great as Wolverine. Loved Logan. I like the first one uh, that everybody sort of shit on when they, we get introduced to him when he's in the bar and he's doing the like the fighting. And yeah, they realize he's a mute. Like this is a this is a great character introduction. I like Hugh Jackman. I don't think he belongs here. What about he Van- can do it? He what, can do it, but he doesn't belong. What about Van Helsing? No, no. Who who liked Van Helsing? You know. probably got the Blu-ray. You got the Blu-ray behind <laughs> you, don't you? The direct, the director's cut with sixty-seven extra minutes. I've watched the commentary track on Van Helsing five times in the last six months. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've even seen Van Helsing. If I'm being truly honest, uh, what about Real Steel? I feel like that one's underrated. That is underrated. That's a fun. That's a fun movie to watch. Boxing robots. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty it. good. But 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 that doesn't put him in, right? He just he doesn't have enough. We can't count the superhero stuff, so he doesn't have enough. Okay. Here's a really divisive one. Ryan Reynolds. I think you got to have him. Oh, really? I, I think so. I think so. But let's have him near the bottom of the list that we can bump off. Like, I think he's below Charlize. Okay. You have to, you have, to have her before you have him. Okay. But he's just, again, he like does the thing that he's going to do in each of the movies. Come in, make some jokes, do some, like he's good at fighting. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got some of the stuff that's supposed to be like grittier, like uh like the one that he did with with Denzel. Um, he's got the sillier stuff. Yeah, that was uh, was that note. two guns that he did or no, no, no safe house no. safe house safe house yeah. yeah 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 he's good in safe house. Um, I thought he I thought he was like I go back and I rewatch it every so often, but uh, smoking aces. He's just I think that's his lane right there. He figured it out. In that moment. And then he has a great scene at the end when he's just like breaking down in tears when he realizes everything's going on and he's just unplugging the stuff and taking out his... It's great. It's great. He can, he can do it. I don't think you would ever put him on the list of like greatest ever, but we're talking modern action hero Hall of Fame. He is very much a modern action hero in that he like does a thing and he's a little bit bland and he doesn't have his like own franchise exactly yet. Um, and he's never going to give you Terminator or Rocky or anything like that, but he's going to be there making Free Guy, which was fun. Even though I know you hate Oh, How do you not like Free Guy? What are you doing, Sean? Shay, Free Guy is terrible. Terrible. Oh, no. Shay. No. I'm, I'm going to reserve the potential right to decline the, the Ryan Reynolds <laughs> submission, but I have veto power on this podcast, fortunately. But we'll, yeah. we'll keep him as a yellow for now. He's a maybe. He's He's a yellow. We we went and saw that one. That's a good family movie again. Mm-hmm. And when they do the Captain America bit, 
Everybody laughed. Can Everybody t- laughed. Can I tell you something? You need to respect your family more. You know, just show your children <laughs> a little more respect. You want me to take them to go see? Hey, kids, pack it up. We're gonna go watch licorice pizza. <laughs> Come on, let's have, let's go. Let's go have a good time. Phantom Thread tonight, baby. Shay, Buckle leave, up. Shay, leave me alone. For real. <laughs> just, just let me like what I like. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> okay, Michael Jai White. Um, oh, green. Automatic Auto. Green. Auto. 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 So, so he, to Auto. me, is the first since Eco of a person who is a slightly more niche star, but in his yes. niche is oh my widely God. celebrated and beloved. So just talk about what, what he is and what he does and why he should be in. Beloved. Um, okay, number one, super cool. Number two, super funny. Like you, Nobody knew that he could do what he did and then he showed up in Black Dynamite and you're like, Black Dynamite oh is my great, God. yeah. He can, he can check off every box. Uh, number three, he has done whatever the biggest movie you want is. Every, his scene in Joker, I mean, not Joker, um, The Dark Knight became like a, like a meme, like, this is like a great thing. He can, he has that prestige, but also you can throw him in the like strip center restaurant version of an action movie <laughs> and he can just carry the king, the king, the absolute king of the like, we had a movie that came out and did pretty well. We're going to make another one, but nobody from the original is coming back. <laughs> Let's get Michael Jai White because he can do it. Never back down to undisputed to, um, I guess uh, Batman too. He's in that one as well. Like the second movie, you need Michael Jai White in there. He's so good. The most crushing thing that ever happened to me in my life, Sean, in my life, is that the the video came out of the like retooled Mortal Kombat several years ago, where he plays Jackson Briggs and he's interrogating Scorpion, and you're like, oh my god, they're making this movie with Michael Jai White as Jax, and then it never happened. Ugh. It never happened. Oh my god. Heartbreak. He, he was the ideal Jax, really. Oh, he's so good. He you know, just, he, I love him. You know, he was also uh, he was an undercover brother too a couple of years ago, which I didn't know existed. See? But he's <laughs> he was not the original undercover brothers. Fascinating. There, there have been a few Never Back Down movies, huh? There was a movie called Never Back Down, No Surrender. I definitely never saw this one. His yeah. track his track record is so spotty, but he's always reliably good in his stuff. It's a t- it's a tough one. Yeah. He would he would be the he, he takes it serious. He does. He would be the he would have the worst the number of the highest number of bad films, but with the most likable personality in those films. Him and The Rock are yeah. kind of like the the funhouse mirror images of each other in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he also did Spawn, so he could do the he superhero did. thing too. Like he did. He can he can do everything. And if you're just like if you just love action movies. Sometimes you want to watch an action movie where you just want to see the person do the cool thing. Okay. And you get Michael Jai White in there just beating the shit out of people. <laughs> He's so big and bulky and fast and just like cool. And it's great. He's, he's, he's in there. I like your confidence. I'm going to rock with you on this one. This next one is really interesting to me because this guy has what Michael Jai White has, but he's missing one piece. His name, his name is Scott Adkins. Scotty, baby. Let's go. So explain, situate Scott Adkins in the action hero conversation in the 21st century. He's, he's Michael Jai White, but like minus five is what he is. <laughs> is what he is. Here, Scott Adkins came to be this like iconic like action movie 
person for for action movie nerds when he showed up. I think his like big moment was when he's in a movie with Michael Jai White, um, Undisputed Two. Yes, and he's the, he's the heavy in that one, and he was so good that they just gave him his own spinoff of it. But he's like a stunt man who can do all of the things. Um, I subscribe to this Patreon by by uh, Jordan Cruciola. And she writes about action movies all the time. And she does this regular series on there, or she used to. She doesn't do it so much anymore. But she does this regular series where she takes like one person and she writes about whatever their finishing move is. And Scott Atkins is like, he belongs in this, if only for his flying kick moves that he does. Nobody has ever done them like this guy. He's just like an athlete phenom. He's that fucking LeBron James of kicking people. It's unreal. How good he is. You go watch the clip. You could just watch. They're like Scott Atkins kicking people compilations on YouTube. And it's just him <laughs> doing the craziest shit you ever saw. There's one where he he he's in the middle of a fight and he jumps. And he this is when he's fighting Michael Jai White at the end of the movie. So he's saving all of his best shit for then. And he jumps and he does like a, a spinning roundhouse. So he's like trying to kick Michael Jai White with his left leg. So picture I don't know how tall this guy is, 6'5 or something, 6'3. He's a bigger guy. He jumps. He comes 10 feet off the ground. He's spinning in the air. He tries to karate kick Michael Jai White in the face with his left leg, but he misses. And his body is spinning. And as his body is spinning, he just decides, I'll kick you with my right leg then. And he kicks it backwards at Michael Jai White (laughs) as he's spinning away from him and connects. And when he did that in that movie, you're like, well, you've got to do something like that in every movie now. Every single time you show up, you have to do a thing we've never seen before. And he always delivers. It's so good. The first time I ever saw him, it was definitely not in that movie. It was in Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the sixth Universal Soldier movie, which I don't think I saw three, four, and five, if I'm being real. But so many people <laughs> recommended this movie. They were like, it's so good. And it's a little, it has this like sort of POV opening sequence. It's way more kind of like science fiction horror-y. But mm-hmm. Atkins is really the star. Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren are in it. But Atkins is the one who's kind of like the, the central character in a way. Yeah. And he's really good. He's really, convic- he's really convincing in, in a franchise that has featured JCVD and, and Dolph. So, oh, my God. Um, I like I, it. Are you sure you're going to be comfortable including Scott Adkins and not including like some mega stars of Hollywood history? I would absolutely be comfortable with okay. that. Listen, I really enjoy the thing that happens when you like watch a movie and you see a person in it and you're like, they do something incredible and you're like, I want to see more of this. And then you look for them and you realize you've seen them in other stuff and you get to go back mm. and watch it. Because that happened with me with this guy, Scott Adkins. I watch him in this. Uh, and Undisputed 2 and then I was like oh let me go see the other stuff and I searched and I realized he was in Unleashed with Jet Li oh yeah he play, he's like a fighter like they fight in a pool and I was like immediately let me go watch that scene sure enough he's in there fucking jumping and kicking he's doing his thing do, do these this is an interesting point because Scott Atkins is like he's a YouTube action star his stuff is yes. fun to revisit oh, I like that. on YouTube. I like but that. like, are the yeah. movies good? Are they worthy? No. Of, they're not. Yeah. See, this is a tricky yeah, thing. The, the, undis- the undisputed movies are good. Those right. are, those are like genuinely good movies. But some of his other stuff is like, I don't want to watch the whole movie. I just want to watch when he does the triple when he, kick. When he kicks people. Yeah. Okay. When he runs up the guy's body. <laughs> like, remember that? Remember? Okay. Remember the seat. This is why you have to have him in there. Remember in the Matrix. When Morpheus and Neo are fighting the first time 
and Keanu does the kick where he kicks him like three times on the way up. Yes. And then comes down. Scott Atkins does that in real life with no ropes. <laughs> he runs up. Dot, dot, dot. You can watch it on YouTube. He's fighting this giant guy and he kicks him, kicks him, kicks him, and then comes back down. This is like incredible. He's like the, do you remember the NBA player Anthony Randolph? Where he's like, he's got all the yeah, tools, I remember, you know? I remember Anthony Randolph. <laughs> he had all the tools. He was an athletic Where I'm freak. from, the bullies get bullied. We bully the bullies. <laughs> okay. Here's the tricky one. Daniel Oh, Craig. wait, that's Zach Randolph. That's yeah, Zach Randolph. You're thinking of a different dude. Um, who is the Zach? Who, I feel like Michael Jai White is really the Zach Randolph of this list in many ways. You know, he's just so yeah. powerful, so overwhelming. Powerful and beloved. Yes. You know, by purist. Basketball purist, love Zach Randolph. Action movie purist, love Michael Jai White. Yeah, and rappers in Memphis are terrified of both Zach Randolph and, and Michael Jai White. We all are. Uh, Daniel Craig. He's James Bond in a number of films. And James Bond is our most reliable action franchise in the last 50 years. Where are you at on Craig? More, more than Mission Impossible? More reliable? I just feel like it's got a longer track record. I prefer the Mission Impossible movies myself. Um, Me too. But there have only been six of them so far. And so mm-hmm. it's a little bit tough to measure that against the, the dozens and dozens of Bond movies. And I think particularly the Daniel Craig Bond movies are well known for being really hard-knuckled, you know, like with real... Yeah. Well executed, not just big explosive set pieces, but a lot of hand to hand combat. You know, Daniel Craig is a very physical Bond, but he's, he, he's, he's my favorite Bond. Okay. I, I, I like him a lot. I like to watch him fight. I think he's a soft yes here. A soft yes. Okay. I, would, I would put him below Charlize, maybe above Ryan Reynolds, just because of the pedigree of Bond mm-hmm. and because those movies are like, like we're gonna sit down and rewatch this movie for real. You know, we're not just gonna wait for the joke to come and then keep it moving. He has not done a whole lot of action beyond Bond, is the thing. You know, he did yeah. Cowboys and Aliens, which was not super successful, but super fun. That's really it. I mean, you know, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Defiance. These are not really action movies. They have action elements, but they're not really I, yeah. action movies. And I, I, I kind of like that for him or mm-hmm. about him. Mm-hmm. Is like I like when they I like when a person can do something and they decide like I'm not going to spend all of my time doing that because I can also do these other things. He, I'll be fine when we end up eventually not including him in this list. But okay. right now, where we are, let's 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 give him a soft yes. You really gave away the ending. That was a spoiler alert on this pod, Shay. Um, <laughs> okay, next one. Th- by the way, this is this is delivered in an order that I invented based just on my own methodology i did there, this is not alphabetical it's not based on relevance i'm just going down the list as i thought of people next one is gal gadot yeah. gal gadot mm-hmm. if you had asked me four years ago if she was going to be on this list i would have said indisputably yes now i feel like the bloom is off the rose people didn't love red notice people are mocking her performance in death on the nile which came out last weekend she had the imagine video things are not going great for gal wonder woman 2 people didn't really enjoy very much yeah. And yet, really the most credible Wonder Woman we've ever had in that first movie is still strong. The first movie is still strong. Uh, she's great in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm-hmm. What, I, what I really like about uh, uh, a thing that they do in that movie that I really like is oftentimes when they want to show how fast something is or somebody is, they slow it down. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, you see the bullet coming and they're like, and moving slowly out of the way. 
but in the, in that one they just let her be fast. So the part <laughs> where she's like blocking all of the bullets with the when they're shooting at her, it just looks cool as shit. And like I would like to see I would like to see more of that. But yeah, I'm same as you when she showed up in Wonder Woman. In particular the part when she's like running across the war field and you're just all fired up on the inside. When she did that, you're like give her a franchise, give her the action movie franchise. Let's let's go get it. She's a great Wonder Woman. Um, I think superhero Hall of Fame. I don't think action movie Hall of Fame. Okay, I'm just gonna. I just want to suggest that maybe she took a, a a turn that she didn't have to by becoming Wonder Woman because her previous films before this, Fast and Furious, Date Night, mm-hmm. Night and Day, Fast Five, Fast and Furious Six, Furious Seven, Seven, mm-hmm. all of those movies are pure action. And her role in Date yeah. Night is an action role. Her role in Night and Day is an action role. She was kind of on like a Linda Hamilton-esque trajectory here. Mm-hmm. And she 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 gave up the ghost. So I wonder, I don't know. I I just don't think she's a strong deliverer of dialogue. Yeah. And, that, that, and that's been true for, for some of our best action heroes. You know, like Steve McQueen was great when he was not talking. He always, he would cut lines of dialogue out of his movies because he was like, I can do it with my face. I don't need to say anything here. <laughs> and she's kind of in the same mold. You know, Pe- people should be, her agent should be going through her script and just crossing her lines out and being like, Gal does the thing where she blocks bullets. You know, like that's all she needs here. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I agree with that because yeah. I like when she's, I like when she's getting after Superman. You know, okay, I think okay. it's, I think, I think it's good. All right. Um, is she in or is she a maybe or is she out? We can include her a maybe, but okay. I don't think she's going to She's make definitely going to go out. She's behind Daniel Craig for me. Okay. Here's an interesting one. Somebody who is very yes. hot for a minute. I would say that I think it's, it's cooled a little bit, but I wonder if his contributions are enough. Tony Ja, the great Thai martial artist. <sighs> you know, so here's where I have a question okay. about this, because are we, are what all are we including for, like, what are the requirements to make it into the Hall of Fame? You I know, mean, because if it's just action, like, if it's just pure fight and shoot and jump and run, he has to be in there. I mean, if you he's tell the, me he has to be, then the he has war, to be. The war elephant protector. He's got the, the, the Jordan Grugiola. She wrote a column about him, about his flying knees. His, like, he's got a signature move that he can do, and he fucking fought on an elephant. And he was in the, the uh, Furious 7, which is either the best or the second best of the Furious movies of all. He's the guy that fights Paul Walker in the bus. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he, he's got the, the small stuff. He's got the giant stuff. He can do it. He's funny. He's like a funny guy. He like pops up. What was that movie where he popped up and he played himself? And, oh, it's so funny. He just, I think it was, I, let me see. I feel like Snow Dogs. For some reason. I feel like he was in Snow Dogs. Snow but I might Dogs? Be, I might be super wrong. If so, I have not seen that. Yeah, it wasn't that one. There's something else where he plays himself. Well, so obviously he's got the Ong Bak films, right? The Ong Bak films. There's oh, man. A, there's a trilogy. The first one in particular is a pretty special action movie. You yes. know, he, he makes a series of other um, films in Thailand and in Asia for about 10 years. Then you mentioned that he... You know, he shows up in Furious 7 and he starts doing a couple of other U.S. productions. He did Triple X Return of Xander Cage. He did Master Z, The It Man Legacy. And then he did something last year that was not, I don't know, it wasn't hugely noted, but it's a big deal internationally, which is he was, he was in Detective Chinatown 3. 
which is a movie that um not a lot of people in the United States I think are familiar with, but is basically the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. Uh, it mm-hmm. was released in China. It made $700 million. In, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, which is a lot, considering it barely played in the United States. And so, I don't know, he was also in Monster Hunter. Do you ever check that one out? The Paul W.S. Anderson movie? What'd you think of that one? I did. Not great. Not great. Yeah, it was little- Not great, but, you know, I watched it with the, my youngest son. He's like, it's got monsters in it. Let's do it. When you name your movie Monster Hunter, you re- you need to freaking live up to that title. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you got to be better at hunting monsters if you're going to make that a successful <laughs> movie. But you think just on the strength of Ong Bak, he's in. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's a signature action movie franchise. You got to you got to you got to visit it when you're going through the list. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Spring is such a refreshing time of year. Flowers are blooming and you're getting your house in order. But now is also a good time to take a second look at your wireless plan because you might be overpaying. Right now, Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash bigpick. That's mintmobile.com slash bigpick. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month for first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Okay, Sean, top three movie snacks of all time, go. Um, all right, let me think. Uh, popcorn? Obviously. Hmm. Ice cream? That's two. Oh, and uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, of course. Peanut butter and chocolate is a pretty perfect combination. Some may even say the ultimate movie snack. You can't argue with that. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Sonic. Let me tell you a little secret. If you want to end the day on an even better note, get yourself a sweet frozen treat from Sonic. Especially since right now at Sonic, you can get half-price shakes after 7 p.m. when you order online or in the app. That's creamy soft serve hand-mixed with your favorite flavors for half the price in any size and flavor. So save on your chocolate shake today, your strawberry shake tomorrow, and your cheesecake shake the next day. Grab Sonic half-price shakes after 7 p.m. now. Exclusions apply. Available for a limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. I'm just going to give you a quick recap as we get down to the final five names, which we're going to do more quickly because we've been taking our time. We've got two, four, six, seven locks for in. We currently have four maybes and we've only booted out four people thus far. So we got some hard yeah. decisions in front of us. You mentioned, yeah, yeah. you mentioned Zhang Ji. Star of Hero, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, a number of other films. I would say she is not necessarily best known as an action star, but she's been in some great films as a martial artist. Yeah. Is she in? I think I think we'll say yes right now. Okay. I'll I'll as I, go, I, I will accept. Through. I feel like she's she's she might be on the on the chopping block here. She's I don't yeah, she's probably like second ballot. Okay. 
So Matt Damon. Ooh. Born supremacy is I mean, I kind of feel like you gotta include him, but uh, I don't you, want you, to. You tell me. Oh, I get to just pick. I don't have to I mean yeah, I don't want to include him. You, I don't want to include him. Matt Damon out. Matt Damon out. Matt Damon out, Scott Atkins in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna make sure everybody hits you on Twitter about this okay listen listen the thing is Matt Damon can be included in a bunch of other Hall of Fames okay that's true Scott Atkins can't Scott Atkins (laughs) this is his one shot this is this is his (laughs) shot right now this is his like Eminem says you only get one shot at triple kicking somebody (laughs) you gotta land it you gotta land it. I loved when M said that at the Super Bowl at the halftime show. That was great when he quoted that line about triple kicking dudes. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Okay, here's an interesting one. Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen, yes. What? Yes. Uh, personal personal favorite of mine. Okay. Personal favorite. The Ip Man series mm-hmm. is so good. He has a signature move. Uh, I don't know what the official name is. I've been calling it the Gatling gun punch when he just fucking punches you 25 times yes. before you hit the ground. Um, he has that great, that great scene where he like, I think every action hero, you need one where you're fighting a bunch of dudes at once. He's got that. Um, the, he fought Scott, Scott Atkins in a movie. I love how unbothered he is. If you go watch his like fight clips when he's fighting, just like he made a conscious choice. This is going to be my thing when I fight is I'm going to not look like I'm fighting in the face. Okay. And he's just like. But he's so fast. Yeah, he has he's a so sharp. He has a serenity to his fighting style that yeah, is very yeah, unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with like you. A, sub, a, a subtext to it. They, I love how Rogue One, the Star Wars movie, exploited that too by making his character blind, and so he almost was like channeling his his calmness every time he had to do battle. Um, okay, I'm gonna let you put Donnie in, but nine people are in, and we got three left, and they're three big ones. So this is tough here. Uh, okay, okay. N- next one is Vin Diesel. Are you familiar with Vin Diesel's work? I've heard of his name. I don't think I've seen any of his movies. <laughs> what was he? What was he in? What was he was he in, in? Uh, Bloodshot. That was one. Yeah, remember Bloodshot? <laughs> he was in uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Got to deliver that letter. He did the voice of the letter. Iron Giant. Remember that? Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, the Pacifier. He was in that movie. I think if we so here's the thing, Vin Diesel can't. He's got to take up two spots because if you put Vin Diesel in there, mm-hmm. you have to have Michelle Rodriguez in there. Oh, they have to—they have to come as a pair. So, are you willing to give two spots? I mean, to these two no. People? I mean, the, I don't really like those movies, as you know. So, I, I don't want. Yeah, but, yeah. but you know, I also it's your you know, worst thing. I trust you, and I believe in you, and I always have. And so, if you tell me, if you look me in the eyes over Zoom on this podcast, and you say to me, "We're creating a grave error." If we put Zhang Ziyi and Scott Adkins in the Action Hall of Fame and we don't put <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez and, and Vin Diesel in the Action Hall of Fame, I, yeah, I, I, it's I'll, getting, I'll go it's with It's getting you. tough. It's, getting, it's tough. getting tough right now. It's getting tough. Let's go through. We're going to finish the names. We'll make okay. our list and then we'll kick some off at the end. Okay. Right now, Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez. Because They're if in. you just were like, hey, name an action movie. Okay. Anybody in America, name one. They're gonna. It's probably you're gonna name a Furious movie. You know, I would suggest that they would not be eligible individually if not for the Fast franchise. Yeah, you that's agree? true. I agree. So maybe we'll keep them as paired. All right, and keep bearing in mind that this is a completely made up act 
and there are no ramifications for any of our work here. So we're going to do what we want, ultimately. <laughs> Two more names. La- uh, second to last one is Mila Jovovich, who uh-huh. has been, been the star of a great many Resident Evil movies, uh, has appeared yeah, in movies like in those. Ultraviolet and Mon- the aforementioned Monster she Hunter. Monster Hunter, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't know. I feel like she has emerged as a pretty dependable B-grade action star. She's, of course, married yeah. to Paul W.S. Anderson, who makes a lot of those movies. Mm-hmm. Where are you at on Mila? I like Mila a lot. Really good fight confidence. I enjoy the Resident Evil movies. I like to, you know, sometimes you want to be a little bit scared while also watching somebody fight sure. some stuff. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all for it. Um, I, think she's a, I think she's a yellow. I think okay. she's a yellow. All right. That means she's going to be out. It's tough for her. Okay, last one, and this one's funny to me. Because I don't really have a good feel for this at all. J- mm-hmm. Jason Statham. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have him. You gotta have him. Well, I don't. He's I don't know like, if you gotta have him because we've no, already got, we've got more than ten him. right now. You gotta have him. You gotta have him. Just Jason based on Statham. Crank. Based on Crank. Based on Crank Two. Yep. The most Stathamy movie. Yeah. That's ever been based on he. Ha- so he has. Number one, he has the franchise. He's got the transporter. Yep. Um, he's got the like the weirdo action movie where just like turn him loose, which yep. is the crank series. Mm-hmm. Um, he did the like he did. I'm gonna try and kind of be like serious about it. The guy Richie Rathaman one, mm-hmm. which is not that great of a movie. The score makes it so much more fun than the movie actually is. It just mm-hmm. makes everything feel super intense. But he did that. He did uh, Hobbs and Shaw. He's fucking hilarious and spy mm-hmm. as a like over eager spy. He fought the biggest shark ever in the Meg <laughs> and put his like hands on the shark. I think we've had this conversation before. <laughs> There's a difference between the Meg and Rampage. The Rock never put his hands on the animals. Statham was eye to eye with the shark, hands on. The Meg is one of the only movies I've ever wanted to truly walk out of. Like I just got to put that out there. <laughs> Are you gonna watch the Meg too? Uh, probably because I hate myself. But yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> we spent. Uh, I bought tickets for that. I bought the like super IMAX ticket. We spent like ninety eight dollars for my family to go watch to go watch the Meg. <laughs> uh, the Meg's not good, but okay, Statham. You're right. He does have. He basically has all the pieces. He also. I mean, he has good movies. He's got the. He's got a bunch of Guy Ritchie movies. He's got the Bank Job. You know. He's mm-hmm. got. He's got. Um. The Parker Snatch. movies that he tried to do, Snatch, yeah, he's, uh, Italian Job, that was a big one. Yeah, the one that he did where, um, oh, what was it? The Mechanic. Yeah, the Mechanic. Yeah, I really, I, I really like the Mechanic. Him and Ben Foster together. Yeah, was a great pairing. He's appeared in the uh, Expendables movies. You know, he's he's been he's been he's got a lot on his resume. Some, he's I, an he's an action movie hero, is what he is. Okay, and he knows it. Okay, so Jason Statham is in. So now we have to go through That's the it. very painful process of cutting <sighs> names out officially. Okay, so here are the right. people who we've already decided are out. Christian Bale, you laughed at. Scarlett Johansson, you mocked me for. Robert Downey Jr., you basically pulled my pants down on this podcast for even uttering his name. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, we had a spirited discussion about him, but he's not in for now. Hugh Jackman, you lauded his work as Wolverine, but otherwise he's out. And Matt Damon, I think you were just trying to make a point by by dissing Matt Damon in this pod. And yeah, I don't know what that point was. was, but uh, Matt Damon is out. So that leaves us with two, four, six, eight, ten, 
12, 14, 16 people that yeah. we need to go through. You want to start with the yellows? You want to start with the greens? Yeah. No, you know what I want to do? I want to make, I want to do, we should do like the ones you know have to be in there. Okay. We, we, we do that first. Okay. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a compromise here. I, I'm going to, we have to have Eco in there. Yep. Eco, you I think Eco, I think Eco is going to be, he has to be in there and he's also going to make up for us not including Scott Atkins in there. Wow. You're because, cutting Big be, Scott. Yeah. I think so because, because Eco, Eco is very much in that like, they're all in the same sort of camp. Him, Michael Jai White, Scott Atkins, Tony Ja. These are these are the like that's a section of the internet. That's a section of of movie lore. And Eco is the best among them. Okay. So we have you know him being in there is like Scott's pretty much in there too. It shows that we respect that type of movie. When you're not being excluded because we don't like what you do. You know. Okay. So you're saying Eco is in and Scott is out. That's the first compromise. There has to be more. There has to be more. So Eco is in. Uh, you got to have The Rock. Okay. So The Rock has to be in there. Okay. Because of just the global star power thing. You also have to have Jason Statham in there. Just because he, maybe more than anybody else, is like action hero. Okay. He, but but the, the Rock is big. He doesn't do like, doesn't do the action hero stuff that Jason Statham does. So there's three. I'm going to move these guys in order so that we're following along closely. And then it gets, and then it gets tricky. So let's get you out of here. I'm making, I'm I'm making notes on my list too. Okay. Okay. So right now we've got, we've got Eco Uace. We've got Dwayne, the rock Johnson, and we've got Jason Statham. That's three locks in place. I'm going to, I'm going to start throwing some names at you. Charlize Theron. (sighs) Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. That means you're going to have to make a tough cut here. That's okay. I'm with it. I'm with it. Charlize is in. Charlize is in. That's four names. Yeah. Here comes the next one. Liam Neeson. Oh, my God. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. You got to do it. I have, you signed up for it. I have five it. spots left. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have five spots left and eight names that I want to have in there. Seven names. It's painful. Painful for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I put them in there. God damn it. Uh-oh. You're in, you're in big God trouble here. Okay, here's a, here's a tricky one. Angelina Jolie. I think Charlize is a better version of Angelina Jolie. Okay. So, what same about, as how we got rid of Scott, Charlize is better. Um, okay, I can rock with that. So then Charlize is in, but Angelina Jolie is out. Here's another one. Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't I think I think the rock being in there makes up for Ryan Reynolds not being in there. I agree with you. If you told me that Ryan Reynolds needed to be in, but Angelina was out, was out I would have gotten very mad. Yeah, mad yeah. No, that's not gonna yeah. work. Okay. That's not gonna work. Michael Jai White. Michael Jai White has to be in there. He's a he's a he's a lock. People are gonna look at this list and be like, You guys are on freaking cocaine. Cause they haven't watched Undisputed too. That that's may be why. true. That may be true. That, that's right. I hate that. Oh, how can you say that? Watch the other movie, you fucking idiot. That's how I that's how I said it. I watched the other thing. Tricky one here. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig is he he's not gonna get there. Oh he's my not god. Gonna get there. Wow. He's just, a great actor. He could do a lot of stuff. You just shit on He'll every show Bond up other fan. Places. You shit on every uh, Bond uh, fan. Apologies. The ba- the Bond movies are awesome. Gal Gadot. Now superhero movies aren't gonna make it, and that's her 
Nah. Her best role is Wonder Woman. So Tony Jaw. Tony Jaw. Oh my God. I'm gonna end up having to pick between Vince Diesel, Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez. All right. Yeah. Tony Jaw in. Okay, so just to recap here. This is important so That's people seven. keep track at home. Mm-hmm. Eco's in. The Rock is in. Yeah. Jason Statham yeah. is in. Charlize is in. Yeah. Liam Neeson's in. Michael Jai White's in. Tony Jaws in. Yeah. That's seven people. That's seven. You got I three got spots, spots left. left. No, you got, well, you got three spots. We're doing 10? I ten. thought nine. No, 10. Nine. Oh. What, that would be oh, weird. Oh, I'm, gold. I'm golden. Then. You're all set? Why did I think it was nine? I don't yeah. know. So, so Zhang Ziyi. You're putting Zhang Ziyi in? Uh, I am not. Okay. This Zhang is what I'm putting in. This is what I'm putting in. Oh, we'll go through. Go ahead. Continue, please. Well, I mean, there's only a few spots left here. Only a few spots. It's Matt Damon, Donnie Yen, Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, and Mila Jovovich. I'm going to go. Michelle Rodriguez has got to be in there. Okay. So there's eight. Donnie Yen has got to be in there. Okay. So there's nine. So you're choosing between Vin Diesel and Mila Jovovich. No, you know what I'm choosing between? Mila's out. Mila's out. Okay. I'm choosing between Vin Diesel and Matt Damon. Well, but I know what you're going to do here. What is, well, like, what? I, see, that's, that's the thing, though. I feel like Michelle Rodriguez does what Vin Diesel does, but she does it better than Vin Diesel. Okay. So I'm okay breaking them up. What? If we put her, if we put her at the forefront. What is happening right now? You're taking... If we put her at the forefront, yes. You're taking Vin Diesel out of the Action Hero Hall of Fame? You, the bard of Fast and Furious? I love the movies. This is how you know that this is legit. I love those movies. But I'm, several years ago, several years ago, I wrote a thing about how Michelle Rodriguez was the secret MVP of the Fast and the Furious franchise. I remember. And I got a... I'm going to stick with that. That was years ago. She's been, I've been on Team Rodriguez since Girl Fight. I, I'm, I got I to gotta do it. I'm, I gotta do I'm it. blown away right now that you just, you axed out, you axed out Vin. And also I imagine, imagine if, imagine Vin's reaction to you putting oh The Rock and Jason yeah. Statham in yeah. and keeping him out. Because they're different. It's different worlds. It's different worlds. I, I, I'm not including any of the like, Fast and Furious stuff. It doesn't have to be included on The Rock's resume to get in. Okay. You could take it all off and he gets in. You okay. could take it off for Statham and he gets in. Vin, Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez took your spot. I'm sorry. But, but so, he, would, he would be fine with it. Now, let me just see if I've got this straight. So you're saying Matt Damon is in? I'm saying Matt Damon is in, yeah. But wow. the Born Supremacy movies are, are same as with Taken, like a, like a marking moment. We're doing a fast camera, moving it all around type shit. Don't get you me know. wrong. I think this is the right pick. I'm just shocked okay. that I'm shocked that you made it. I'm trying to main. I'm trying, I'm trying to maintain credibility. I want to treat the Hall of Fame with the respect that it deserves. This is you know we greatly appreciate this here at the Big Picture. The fact that you have these kinds of <laughs> this, these kinds of ethics, I think, is really profound. Let me just make sure we've actually got ten here, so we haven't made a big mistake. It'd I'm be gonna, great if we only had nine. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the list: Eco UAs, The Rock. Jason Statham, Charlize Theron, Liam Neeson, Michael Jai White, Tony Jaa, Michelle Rodriguez, Donnie Yen, and Matt Damon. The only oh. white American on this whole list, Matt Damon. He's the only one? Nah, only Liam one. Neeson's white. He's not an American. Jason Statham's white. Jason Statham's not an American. Yeah, but it's, I mean, what are we doing? It's white. It's the, it's... <laughs> I just said white American. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I like I like that list. You we feel did, good about we, this? I feel good about I feel good about this list. Yeah, it's 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 strong. It's strong. I feel like we can check off every kind of action movie we want, every kind of thing we need okay. with this group of people right here. It's not too late to swap out Jason Statham for Scott Adkins if you want to do it. I I don't want to. I kind of want to now that you said it. <laughs> I don't think I don't I don't, I don't I don't think you should. <laughs> I think people will look uh, yeah, at this. Like I can't do it. I can't I can't person. do it. I can't do it. But I'm gonna as soon as we get off this, I'm gonna go watch a bunch of his videos on YouTube. He there's um oh man, what's the name of that show where they talk to they interview like stuntmen? Have you seen this? It's on YouTube? No. Stuntmen React. That's what it is. Is that okay. what it is? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh I think that's what it is. Stuntmen react. And there's one where they're they're sitting with Scott Atkins and he's just like, he's such a charming and fun person. And you can tell he just loves what he does. And I really, I really enjoy watching him. I'm so I'm so sorry he couldn't be on here. I, I, got, I got him as close as I could. Interesting oh, how you completely betrayed him on this recorded podcast. I know. Um, I know. Oh my God. Shay, Danny Trejo never even got mentioned. What? Wow. I'm sure we forgot someone too. Honestly, this was not a scientific endeavor. And so when we miss someone, people are gonna be like, you screwed up big time, pal. Yeah. Yeah. He should have got mentioned. Henry Cavill? Nah. Okay. No, thanks. Just no, throwing thanks. that out there. Shay, where, where can we hear you, read you, learn about your life and world? Oh man, just type my name onto the internet with books and then just buy all those books that you find. Movie okay. books. Rap, basketball, those are my main things. How is your yeah. your Scott Adkins biography going? It's almost done. Mm-hmm. We're on the 17th pass. <laughs> it's 900,000 words. They keep telling me I got to get it shorter, which I don't agree with. So It's I, like the new Encyclopedia Britannica series, but it's just kicks. I, I really, really look forward to that. Shay, thanks for doing this. Always fun to chat with yeah. you about movies because I have no idea what you're talking about most of the time. Uh, <laughs> thanks to our producer, Bobby Wagner, for his work on this show. He's the greatest. Please tune into The Big Picture next week where my old pal, Alex Ross Perry, is going to come back. We're going to talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one on Netflix. We're also going to talk about the most disgusting, depraved, disreputable movies in movie history. We'll see you then. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.